Hi guys, it's the Raging Scotsman and it's time for another review and this one is Pete Davidson Presents The Best Friends. Stay tuned. Hi guys, so me and the vivacious Venezuelan sat down to enjoy Pete Davidson Presents The Best Friends which was hosted in Las Vegas and the reason we wanted to watch this was we saw a joke on TikTok. And it, 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 it was hilarious. It, it really drew us in to thinking, you know what, we liked Pete Davidson anyway, but this, oh, we've got to see him live now. We've got to see him do stand-up comedy. It was the joke he made about Ariana Grande, which goes a little bit something like this, and I'm going to do it in my best Scottish accent. I wasn't going to do jokes about this, but then my buddy told me, he's like, yo, I recently heard that Ariana said she had no idea who you were and that she was just dating you as a distraction. So now I just think it's like fair game. She has, you know, her songs and stuff like this. And what do I have? It carries on and it goes on to mention how Ariana Grande likes the blackface and uh, how she is actually a Caucasian woman, not Latina in any shape or form. And yet, you know, she presents herself in that way. If she was writing songs that were about, you know, bad things, she would be cancelled. Simple as. But anyway, we thought we'll sit down, we'll watch Pete Davidson on Netflix, and we'll find out what's what. We found the two stand-up comedy shows that are on Netflix, and we decided to watch the 2022 version, thinking that that was what it was going to be about. It's not what it's about. It was really, I'm going to have to tell you there's going to be spoilers in this and I would highly recommend not watching this show. It was truly one of the worst comedy shows I've ever seen in my life. I am somebody who has a very dark fucking sense of humour. I like Ricky Gervais, I like Jimmy Carr, I like Eddie Murphy, I like, you know, I like a range of comedians and I was hoping that this was going to be up there. And instead we got a show that starts off and you have a, a an extremely stoned Pete Davidson walking out on set and literally reading his jokes off the floor. That being said, you also have the pumped in laughs of the crowd. And you think, okay, you know what, maybe he's just come out and the crowd aren't warmed up yet and uh, we're going to have to, you know, wait. So then he starts introducing people and, you know, I can honestly say the only other person that I had heard of on this set was Machine Gun Kelly. I know he's a weird guy, but he's great live, he's a good sport and, you know, we'll get to him in a second. We then had a guy called Big Wet, who is kind of like a greasy, fat, smelly-looking version of a country singer. And he was pointless. Pointless being there. Next, we had... Uh, I am going to completely bastardise this name. We had a, a Nico White, a young comedian who was obviously felt very green in terms of his jokes. He he spoke about how he just didn't give a shit about anybody else and spoke about 
you know, his door person in his, in his apartment building being a crackhead. And I just think, you know, these jokes, sadly, these things do happen in America. But you know what? The 1970s called and they wanted their jokes back. You know, the world has moved on. We now want funny stuff, new material, you know. And then I know it's like art depicts life, but it wasn't funny. He then had uh, Gallarotti, this other guy that came out, and he was slightly funnier. He, 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 I can't even remember what he made jokes about. That's the worst of it. Um, pretty unmemorable, sadly. Um, you then had uh, Dave Cyrus, who was, was, was everything he explained he was. He was weird. His jokes were... The delivery of them was fine, but they just weren't that funny. He spoke about being a weirdo and being sent to special camp and and his mum being scared of him and his teachers being scared of him and people thinking he was going to be a serial killer and that. And it was like, you know what, it, it might have worked if your previous acts, if the previous acts had actually built up to that, which sadly they hadn't. You then had a Carly uh, Aquila... Aquilino, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. She was actually pretty good. But again, sadly, she was making up for the lack of humour from the previous acts. And the vivacious Venezuelan found her quite funny, but we didn't laugh. And it was again, it was like, it was like potty humour. Oh, let's joke about periods and strings. And you know what? It was funny. But at that point, you were just like, why the fuck am I watching this shit? This show is shit. He then went on to Jordan Rock, who, again, I think if he'd had a better build-up, you know, a show is like a roller coaster. You've got ups and downs. You bring on the less known acts to sort of calm the crowd down to then bring in the bigger acts. I'd never heard of Jordan Rock. But he made some, you know, political jokes, which was which was great. He was he was reasonably funny, and he almost got the crowd up to a point where they were actually laughing without Netflix having to flood flood the show with fake laughs. They then brought on the final guy, Joseph Vincent Gay or Joseph Gay, who shouted throughout his whole set. And it, you know what, if if. Bill Burr is really good at being angry and making jokes. That's fine. Joseph Gay was just angry and it got to the point where it was annoying and you just wanted him to shut up. Okay, we know your last name's Gay. We know it's pronounced Guy in France. We, we know all these things. But seriously, dude, fucking slow it down and calm it down. And he kept looking for reactions from the crowd that clearly weren't there. After that was finished, we then got Pete Davidson out thinking, oh my God, we're going to finally, the start of the show, we're going to get these jokes, we're going to enjoy it, it's going to be a fucking brilliant show. No. Here is Machine Gun Kelly, introduced by Pete Davidson, where he sang three or four of his songs. At that point, we were just like, when it went to credits, we just turned it off, but he was still singing. Pete Davidson being like a hype man in the background, saying, oh yeah, 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 motherfucker, yeah. And... It, and and it was just like what exactly was the point of this this show like it it felt like it was a group of guys or I'm sorry correct me a group of pals and they were like where can we go and get high and make money out of getting high oh I'll tell you what we'll go to California and we'll get fucking high 
and then we'll do a, a what we think is a comedy show where it's just us making stupid jokes because you know we we kept seeing the crowd and i've i've seen stand-up comedy shows where the crowd are literally belly laughing falling off their seats laughing because it is fucking hilarious in this crowd it was like it was like a trump rally they were sat there and there were a few chuckles but clearly there weren't enough chuckles for netflix to be like oh fuck we've invested money in this show and now we're gonna have to fucking pump in the fucking fake stage show laughs from a fucking sitcoms and you know what it was obvious and it was a real shame. And the fact that, you know, they kept cutting to the, the green room where all the comedians were. And and they were all laughing and chuckling and ha ha ha, that's fucking hilarious. Meanwhile, us at home are like, what the fuck? Like, that's not funny. That's fucking shit, man. Like, what the fuck? It really was one of the, it, no, no, not the, it was the worst comedy show and I don't know why it was marketed as a comedy show because it wasn't that. It was something that could have gone on YouTube and been forgotten about because it was a pile of fucking dog's bollocks. It was like being fucking a face wipe of Donald Trump. That's what it was like. You know those fucking face wipes where you clean all that shite off your face just to fucking figure out and get the, get the shite and the gunk and the grease and the oils and the mank off your fucking face. That's how to really epitomise what this show was. And I feel sorry because some of the comedians, you know what, I reckon if they hadn't been high, if they hadn't been drunk, if they hadn't been on drugs or whatever, if they'd gone in with a clear mind and fucking done the show properly, if it had been set up properly, if you didn't have fucking big wet, was just, why are you there? Like, fuck off. It might have been a bit better. It wasn't well planned. The show wasn't great. It was fucking dog's bollocks. So Raging Scotsman Review. I'm not even going to fucking cut this. Raging Scotsman Review. I'm going to give it a 1 out of 10. If I could give it any lower, I fucking would. But it was shit. Fucking shit. The best part was Machine Gun Kelly at the end. Legit. That was it. So if you've got a spare 48 minutes to waste... You know, maybe you've got a terminal illness or maybe you are on a 48 minute journey and you want to sleep or or maybe you are a piece of cardboard and you are a fucking miserable cunt, then fucking watch it. But if you want to see a real comedy, don't fucking watch this shit. I'm sorry, guys. I've been fucking angry about this one, raging about this one. Don't watch Pete Davidson Presents The Best Friends. It's a pile of bollocks. It's fucking shit. You know what? I've already made the joke that the 1970s called and wanted their jokes back. But you know what? The fucking 1980s, the 1990s, the early 2000s, they all fucking called as well and said, you know what? They want their fucking dope head fucking morons back. You know what? I thought that shit went away with Seth Rogen when he fucking grew up. But no, it's still around. It's still fake. Seriously, guys, I'm going to stop now. It's not worth watching. You've been listening to the Agent Scotsman Reviews. Pete Davidson presents The Best Friends, a.k.a. the pile of fucking cunt shit. Take care and goodbye.